0: well hello everybody and welcome to another edition of the players to be named later podcast i'm ed that's dan we got something to get out of the way before we start the show rest in peace john madden and thank you for everything you've done for us thank you
1: and uh it was shocking too not un- completely unexpected um rest in peace john
0: Yeah, uh, somebody that, 30 years of my childhood, all playing Madden, so uh, at least him and Pat Summerall are calling the game of the week now upstairs, so. Shall we begin, now that we've thoroughly depressed ourselves? Yeah,
1: let's go for it. Well, I mean, I I don't know if it's actually, it it might just continue to go downhill.
0: I'll say, there's more depression coming. But let's start this where we started the week, and that was six days ago, Tennessee 20, San Francisco 17. Dan, did you watch this one?
1: I watched part of this one. Um, I, I don't know what happened to San Francisco in the second half of this game.
0: They looked good in the first half, going into halftime up 10 to nothing. Then Tennessee said, eh, we're going to play like a 10 and five football team. They scored well, let's see, 10, 17 unanswered points yeah, it was until really weird. Jimmy Garoppolo with a two-yard pass to Brandon Ayuk, right? Ayuk, that's right?
1: Brandon Ayuk, yes. find this in the name
0: correctly. With, with 2.20 left in the fourth quarter, tied the game. But Randy Bullock from 44 yards out, four seconds remaining, put this one in the win column for Tennessee. Dan, Tennessee, we expected them to fall off without Derrick Henry. They haven't. Um, They have kind of. You look at the lead they had in the division for a while
1: Um, to where, realistically, now that lead has dwindled down to where if they lose their last two, I believe they lose the division. If if I'm correct, I may be incorrect. Yes,
0: that is correct.
1: But, I but mean, they may Indy, have just got a Indy, seed.
0: Indy still needs to win a game or two.
1: Yeah, and Indy just got some bad news yesterday, too. So.
0: To be fair, Indianapolis does play the Raiders in Jacksonville. So there's With potential no Carson here. Wentz this week. That's uh snow bueno. Let's move along. By the way, I got this one right. Dan got this one wrong. This is a common theme. The next game up in order is one. I don't want to talk about. No, we've got to talk about this because the officiating in this game. Now, okay. I'm going to say it right now. Baker Mayfield should have thrown six interceptions. The Packers dropped two. However, the officials gave the Packers two interceptions. Especially on the last offensive play the Browns had. That's as blatant of pass interference as I've ever seen. And yet it was not called, nothing from the NFL about it, and the Browns now sit at 7-8 and eight outside of the playoff picture, but not outside of the North Division Championship. We'll talk about that here in a minute. Question game, for you, Adam. Hold because, on. We okay. got to do this the way we normally do. Go ahead. Green Bay 24, Cleveland 22. The Packers have all but locked up number one overall. Cowboys still got a shot, as do the Rams and the Buccaneers, but it's an outside shot. The Packers control their own destiny, and they have Minnesota coming up this week in Green Bay and then take on Detroit. Congratulations, Green Bay. You have the bye. Um, Now, what did you want to ask there, Daniel?
1: Would you like to see a
0: two-minute report-esque type thing from the NFL. Absolutely, I would, because there is some explanation that needs to be made on both missed calls, on both those interceptions from Mayfield. Now, granted, the Browns got away with a few things, too. There were a few holding calls. There was a few hands-to-the-face calls that should have been called, especially late in that game. The officials need to answer for why this happened the way it did.
1: We had a whole discussion about officiating, and we can talk about it later on. About and my, it, my
0: views, it wasn't just in Cleveland either, or in. No, league. it's it's, it's league wide. This has been league wide because it cost Baltimore last week. Um, but I mean, it's
1: it, it, it's literally been league wide. The officiating so bad. I mean, as as you guys know, like I became a bigger hockey fan this year, and I told Ed, I think part of the reason why is because officiating bad is in, is bad in almost every league. You look at umpires in baseball, you look at refs in Refs in basketball, and you look at refs in you look at refs in every football,
0: sport, dude. It's every sport,
1: but hockey is probably the least.
0: Oh, no, 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 no. I, I mean, from what I've Whoa, seen, I kind of disagree. I'm not gonna say I mean, they don't make ba- some bad basketball, calls. Basketball referees are irrelevant because the traveling call it should be called on every play, and it doesn't. There's there can be a foul called on every play, and and, and probably for the grace of God, it doesn't. The NFL referees are. I, at this point, I think I'd rather have the replacement referees because at least then they have an excuse. excuse Major yeah. League Baseball, as long as uh, what is it, Angel Hernandez has a job, Major League Baseball will not be taken seriously behind the plate or anywhere else wearing blue. And hockey referees, probably the best of a bad situation here. That's what
1: that's what I'm saying. That's that was my point. Like they're the best of the worst. They're, they're the best of the bad. To where yeah, it makes oh yeah, it more yeah. enjoyable to like
0: watch. Adam- like Adam Silver is the best commissioner in sports by default because he is better than Bettman. Goodell shouldn't exist. And Manfred is, well, his sports being locked out right now. So that should tell you all you need to know there. Aaron Rodgers, 21 for 36, 222. I'm sorry. That's Baker Mayfield. 21 for 36, 222, two TDs, four picks. He was sacked five times. Uh, Nick Chubb did Nick Chubb things. 126 and a touchdown. Aaron Rodgers, 24 for 34, 202 and three scores. Unlike Joe Burrow, the Packers stopped throwing the football in the second half. Uh, Devontae Adams, 10 catches, 114 yards, two scores. He's still good. The Packers are good. The Browns got screwed. Let's the Packers the were
1: trying to tell the Browns what to do with the ball in the second half. Just give it the chub.
0: That's all they needed to do. That's really all they needed to do. Let's go to a game that Dan got right. And I got wrong. And that's Indianapolis 22. They are now nine and six to the 10 and five Cardinals. They scored 16. This game had just, I mean, the Colts went up nine to six thanks to a safety. Intentional grounding by Kyler Murray. It was either going to be that or he was going to step out of the back of the end zone. So that was going to be a safety either way. The Cardinals tried at the end. Matt Prater kicked a 28-yard field goal. I guess you got to get points there at the end of the game. Dan, did you have any thoughts on this one before I read the stats? Um I think
1: the Cardinals are broken. I little foresight. I see them doing well against the team they played this week, but that's because I don't have faith in them. Mm. Um and I, I just the Cardinals got to get it right at some point or else they're going to be one and done. They're going to go from the best record in the NFC to they they have officially clinched a playoff spot. So
0: Maybe they should thanks to other teams losing. Yeah, sure they did. Maybe they should actually bench Curry, um Kyler Murray. No. No. God. Listen, no,
1: listen, listen, listen. I think he's playing hurt. So I think they should rest him.
0: No. Carson Wentz, 18 for 28, 225, two TDs. He was sacked twice. He will not play this coming week. Jonathan Taylor, 27 for 108 on the ground. That's really all the notables. Michael eight for 82 for the air. Uh for the Cardinals, 27-43, 245, and a score plus 74 on the ground for Murray. He was the Cardinals leading rusher, something that cannot happen if you want Arizona to win. We'll get to the playoff picture here in a minute, but uh it seems like as Arizona stumbles, Kansas City rises. It's kind of odd the way that's worked out. Let's go to a team that you have no faith in. I've kind of been banging their drum all year, and that is the Atlanta Falcons. They are now seven and eight. They beat the two twelve and one Detroit Lions twenty to sixteen. Any thoughts on this one, Dan?
1: Yeah, Jarek Golf is he- is healthy. Atlanta loses.
0: It's a hot take.
1: No, it's I don't think so. <laughs> Not if you watched any of that game. Atlanta st- played like trash, and Detroit's quarterback was. There's a there's an obvious reason why Jared Goff is going to be the starting quarterback of that team next year.
0: It's not just the contract. Uh going into the fourth quarter, this game was 13-13. Hayden Hurst caught a 12-yard pass from Matt Ryan to make it 20 to 13 with 238 left. Riley Patterson hit from 26 yards out. You gotta think, you gotta think if that's Jared Goff, that ball's in the end zone at least. Yeah, you, you you gotta you gotta get that ball in the end zone. Uh, Tim Boyle, 24 for 34, 187 to TD and a pick as he had no control over that offense. Uh, Matt Ryan, 18 for 24, 215, one TD. He was sacked three times. Uh, how about Kyle Pitts? Six catches, 102 yards. So how do you like that, Dan?
1: Uh, I mean, I think Kyle Pitts is a monster. I just think he has a terrible quarterback throwing to him.
0: You're the tight end? (laughs) It's been the year of the tight
1: end. It's been the years of the tight end, in my opinion. I mean, Cal Pitts also goes out wide a decent amount too. He don't play close to the line every down, but I mean, Cal Pitts was good, would have had a lot better season, which I hope he's doing better mentally. Uh, if Calvin Ridley would have been able to play the
0: full year. Ah, okay. Uh, let's move along. The Liars improved to 11 and four as they. Beat Minnesota 30 to 23. The Rams will be called the Liars from this day forward. By the way, just FYI, Dan. Uh, This game was not really as close as what the score indicated. The Rams, the Rams, Minnesota never led or never really had this game tied after the first drive. Uh, Yeah, this was all Los Angeles. They kind of made it interesting toward the end, but this was all L.A. L.A. proved they are the second best team in the NFC, correct?
1: I think they are now with all the injuries that Tampa has uh, suffered.
0: Kirk Cousins, 27, 38, 315, a TD and a pick. He is, he's had his fair share of mistakes. He also fumbled three times in this game, but they didn't lose a single one. Matt Stafford only threw for 197 yards and threw for three interceptions. If Stafford doesn't turn that football over three times, this game is out of hand. Uh, Sonny Michelle, 27 for 131 with a score. Cooper Cup, oh hum, 10 catches, 109 yards. Best receiver in football. Yes. Hands down. Do we give Matt Stafford credit? For what? Considering he's about to be the
1: quarterback that threw to the number one and number two receiving records in the NFL. Calvin Johnson and now Cooper Cup, because Cooper Cup's going to break CJ's record, at least I believe
0: I I don't give him credit for Calvin Johnson. And let me tell you why. Yeah, you're going to
1: have to explain this. You
0: could have been the quarterback for the Detroit Lions throwing the football to Calvin Johnson, and Calvin Johnson would have set fucking records. Calvin Johnson is a a, a once-in-a-lifetime talent. He's Barry Sanders out wide. So I'm sorry, I just... I. That would be the equivalent of who is I mean, I can't really do that because I was going to say Marshall Falk, but Kurt Warner deserves that credit. I was going to say handing the football to Ezra and James, but Peyton Manning does deserve that credit. Uh, it would be the equivalent of that. Any quarterback in Pittsburgh handing the ball to Jerome Bettis or the quarterback in Buffalo handing the football off to OJ Simpson. You let your playmakers play. You just get the football to him. You could have been year Did
1: CJ come into the league?
0: Um, uh, 2008, I think. I don't know.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just looking at these starting quarterbacks, and I mean, you got to give Stafford some type of credit, man.
0: Um, I'd rather give Charlie Batch credit.
1: Why? Because cause he plays for the Rams now? Is that why you don't want to give him credit? I
0: hate in- Charlie. No, move along. We're moving along. Um, By the way, Odell Beckham Jr., four catches for 37 yards. He was targeted eight times, but he does have a touchdown. Just want to throw that out there. Uh, I got this next game right, and Dan got it wrong, and this was a game of the bottom feeders. The Jets beat Jacksonville really 26-21, one right and, and the Jets improved to 4-11 and, and may have cost themselves – well, they did. They cost themselves a shot at the number one pick. Um, I, I don't know what to say about this. Do you have anything to say about this? It was an interesting um, game at the end.
1: Well, there was some controversy around that touchdown run that Zach Wilson had. Did you see that? He did not step out of bounds. No, 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 no. Not that he stepped out of bounds. Oh, the, defender, the fake the,
0: going out of bounds. The
1: defender pulled up because it looked like he was going to go out of bounds instead of getting a penalty.
0: What are your thoughts on that? I mean, I I Dan, think that... Daniel, Daniel. Has there been a quarterback in your memory that you are very much a fan of that has faked? going into a slide, and then stood up to get more yards. No. Uh, yes. Lamar Jackson yeah. has done it a few times. I need video. I need video graphical. Go to YouTube. Cause, it's there. Because Lamar Jackson don't slide. Um, I wish that man would slide. Well, maybe he should. Uh, Trevor Lawrence. It didn't have himself a bad day. 26 for 39, 280. Uh, he had a 37 yards on the ground. I'm not even going to try to pronounce the running back for Jacksonville. Dare Okunbowale.
1: I have no idea because James Robinson started that game and then got hurt. So, Uh,
0: yeah, that's going to be a big loss. Three rushes for 10 yards before he messed up and nine of those yards came on one rush. Jacksonville needs help just about everywhere. Zach Wilson, 14 for 22 for 102 and a score. How can you throw for 102 yards in a football game in 2021 and win? Now, granted, I know you can throw three passes and win, but 22 attempts for 102 yards. That's ridiculous. Uh, Michael Carter, 16 rushes, 118. Wilson did add four rushes for 91 yards, including a 52-yard score. Michael Carter
1: will be a top two fantasy fantasy draft pick next season.
0: (sighs) A top, you think, a
1: top two round,
0: A top two round. I was going to say, you think that, uh, I meant, I meant two round the whole time. I just said you, two, you, you, you think two the jets time. are going to be ahead enough to run the football in the second half in any game they play next year. Michael Carter can also catch the ball. Uh-huh. Let's move along. The giants and Philadelphia squared off in the friendly city. And this time Santa Claus did not get snowballs thrown his way. 34 for Philly 10 for the giants. Oh, Joe Judge, I hope you enjoyed your time in New York. I don't think he's done. I think he has to be, or else there will be a revolt. Um, The Giants kicked a 54-yard field goal on the opening drive of the second quarter and didn't score again until there was 350 remaining when Mike Glennon hit Evan Ingram on a nine-yard score This was another one where this game wasn't nearly ever, ever as close as what it should have been. Uh, Mike Glennon, 17 for 27, 93 yards, uh, 27 attempts to 93 yards, Dan. How? With a TD and a pick, uh, he added 11 yards on the ground. Jake Fromm got playing time, 6 for 17 for 25 yards and an interception. He was also sacked twice. I think Giants may be in the running for a new quarterback because uh, I don't know if Daniel Jones is the answer, and I'm pretty sure neither is Mike Lennon or Jake Fromm. Jalen Hurts, 17 for 29, 199, two TDs, sacked one, seven, only seven, only seven yards on the ground, Dan. How shocking is that? Very. I
1: just, like, the Giants just kind of shut everybody down at this point. You just shut I've, everybody
0: down. Forfeits, jo- I feel like a forfeit would be in their best interest.
1: So Daniel Jones is definitely the starting quarterback of the Giants next year. I don't believe it. Uh, he is because of his because of his contract, and I doubt if they pick up the fifth-year option, but Daniel Jones is definitely the starting quarterback of that team. Now, maybe they draft someone because they or do trade have someone. Well, uh, Daniel Jones. I, they're not going to trade Daniel Jones because Daniel Jones will at least be the backup with less than a million dollar salary.
0: OK, fair enough. So uh,
1: maybe they move draft picks to go after a guy like Deshaun Watson because they do have two top 10 draft picks right now, as it sits. So That would
0: that would fit what Houston has been asking. But can you imagine Deshaun Watson and the New York media just ripping him to shreds over the allegations?
1: The allegations have to go somewhere before Deshaun Watson goes anywhere. Like, that has to be settled one way or another.
0: Uh, uh, I feel like the NFL is sweeping this under the rug. They can't sweep it under the rug No, 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 longer. no, no. I'm just saying they're dragging their feet. Well, yeah, because they don't have to do anything because he refuses to play, basically. So Houston don't have to put him anywhere because they're just not that, paying. It, is it him refusing to play or is it Houston refusing to put him on the field? He's not on the commissioner exempt list. So in in that
1: situation, with him not being on the commissioner exempt list, Houston doesn't have to make a decision about him because I'm almost I am like 90 percent sure that he just basically refused to play this season. I can't hear anything you're saying because you don't know how to talk.
0: Oh, whatever. We're going to have to check on that because I believe it's Houston making him an inactive. I don't think it's him refusing to play. I think it's Houston refusing to put him on the field. I will. You keep. You you go over next game stats, and I'll look this stuff up. All right. Where are we? Okay. Buffalo went to New England. We both got this one wrong. We both picked New England. Ugh, this was not a fantastic football game, as Buffalo proved they need to be taken seriously. Thirty-three twenty-one over the Patriots. Uh, Buffalo pretty much led throughout this one, and it wasn't as close as what the score indicated. Josh Allen's still a good quarterback. Uh, Mac Jones is a game manager, and just maybe Bill Belichick still has some stuff to do. Josh Allen, 30 for 47, 314 and three scores. He also added 64 yards on the ground. He was the leading rusher for Buffalo, which... Kind of should scare you a little bit. Stefan Diggs was targeted 13 times and only made seven catches, 85 yards and a score, however, so he was effective. Mac Jones, 14 for 32, 145, two interceptions. He was also sacked. Uh, Damian Harris, 18 attempts for 103 yards and three scores, so he had himself a day. Daniel, this division is a uh, le- I mean, it's, it's a lot close. It's a lot close, because Miami's now in the picture. Buffalo now is in first in the AFC East. Surprised. I am surprised by that. I was they, not expecting to know. it. They play that. Atlanta and the Jets coming up. So, Buffalo probably wins this division and is 11-6. and six. Probably, if we're being quite honest. Um, I mean, could they slip up against your Atlanta Falcons, Ed? I'm calling them your team. Well... New England also hosts Jacksonville and then goes on the road to Miami. So that could determine a lot of things right there as well. That last game of the year, New England and Miami. So we're going to have is, to. This is definitely
1: a get right game for, for New England against Jacksonville, right?
0: I, I would say. I would say. Um, but Buffalo, 33, New England, 21. Not a lot to add from this one. Mac Jones has to play better. he is a game manager, yes,
1: I hate using that term, but yes,
0: yeah, I don't think there's any way we cannot call him a game manager. Let's talk about a game that will depress you, Dan. shall we uh no, i mean
1: i i I'm not that depressed over it, but we can talk about it
0: cincinnati forty one baltimore twenty one I got this right. You got this wrong, um. I'm going to give you the floor. Is there anything you want to say about this?
1: <laughs> the pleated defense couldn't stop Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati offense.
0: Anything about them throwing the football in the fourth quarter? I didn't watch the fourth quarter, to be completely honest. <laughs> I did, and I, I loved it. You know what? I, I made no secret about how I feel about the Baltimore Ravens and, and Art Modell and what they did to the city of Cleveland. I have made no secret about how I feel about the, the Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't mind the Cincinnati Bengals. I don't. Maybe it's because Joe Burrow is from here. Maybe it's because I have a a Carson Palmer jersey in, in my closet. It was actually the first, the second football jersey I ever owned. I don't know. I just don't mind Cincinnati. I don't hate them. Maybe it's because Paul Brown founded them. I don't know. I just, I don't hate Cincinnati. I know you do. Let's talk about some of these stats, shall we, Dan?
1: I don't actually hate Cincinnati that much. I just, I mean, obviously, I didn't want to see them beat beat uh, beat the Ravens, but I mean, th- there's not much to talk about. I mean, you go over Burrow's stats and T. Huggins' receiving yards, but from the Ravens' wanna, side, we we no, signed no, a guy off the street, and he he didn't play bad. The defense just couldn't stop him.
0: I, I want to ask you a few questions, okay? Say. Flacco stays. Lamar Jackson never came. Okay. Josh Johnson comes in. Does he outplay Joe Flacco? Yeah. Would you rather have Josh Johnson play the way he did on Sunday or four interception Lamar Jackson, the way he played against Cleveland?
1: Four interception Lamar Jackson.
0: Fair enough. 28 for 40, 304, two TDs, a pick and a sack for Josh Johnson. He also fumbled twice. They got him both back. He added 10 yards on the ground. Baltimore could not run the football. And granted, they only had sixteen attempts for thirty nine yards. They did Hold have a I, touchdown from Demondre Freeman.
1: I do want to say something about that, actually. They didn't. They shouldn't have been trying to run the ball in that game because okay. the, the Cincinnati offense was giving them so much room underneath. They were playing soft, soft such soft coverage. John, you? John, I mean, yeah, but no, I, I'm not. I'm not saying that they're wrong for that. Like. He didn't have to take the deep shots. He's a veteran quarterback that's been around for 14 years for a reason. Like I thought that was dumb. I feel like if they would have played more press man coverage,
0: now that game might have been 41 to seven. You can't say Josh Johnson's been around for 14 years when some of those years were in different football leagues. He's it's been still, 14 years he's since still since been he, in and out of the NFL the for 14 years. Uh, Joe Burrow set a Cincinnati Bengals record and threw for the second most passing yards in NFL history. 525, 37 for 46, 525 and four scores. He was sacked three times. Uh, Joe Mixon, 18 for 65 on the ground, 6 for 70 and a score through the air. He also had a score on the ground. Uh, T. Higgins, 12 catches, 194 yards, two touchdowns. Jamar Chase, seven catches, 125 yards. Tyler Boyd, three catches, 85 yards and a score. And let's give some love to Mark Andrews. 10 targets, 8 catches, 125 and a score. Thank you Mr. Andrews, you helped me win two out of my three fantasy leagues, best pickup I have made in a long long time.
1: You know what? Mark Andrews is the best tight end in the NFL. Oh,
0: uh, that's bias and that's just grossly incorrect. Let's
1: move That is not
0: grossly incorrect. Unless you have something else? No.
1: I mean, we can go look at his stats, his receptions. His receiving yards. And we, can, we are
0: moving on to we the we can next game. We also think about
1: the fact that he just did this with a second string and a third string quarterback. Back the Los the Angeles yards.
0: Chargers fell 41-29 yeah. to the lowly, lowly Houston Texans. This was unexplicable. Inexplicable, unexplicable, unexplainable. How this how do you how if you're this this just game, opened up the
1: wild card race,
0: like how race. if you're the Los Angeles Chargers, do you lose to the three and 11 Houston Texans? who are now four and 11. Who also may have played themselves out of a, a number one overall pick.
1: You know what I you know what I appreciated about that loss? What's Is that? the fact that Brandon Stanley Stanley, however you say his last name, the Chargers coach got up there and he said, I got out coach, today. This game on me. I mean. You know what? And if you watch that game, that's kind of what it looked like. It kind of looked like he got out, coached, to be completely honest. Look at, look pl- at, the, look I, at the numbers. I
0: mean, his players did well. Justin Herbert, 27 for 35, 336. He did throw two picks, but he also had a touchdown. He had 15 yards on the ground. Justin Jackson, 11 for 64 on the ground, 8 for 98 through the air. He had two scores on the ground. I mean, he had himself a day. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight different receivers caught the football.
1: Brandon Cooks was out there. The, or Houston's best receiver was out. Houston was depleted with COVID on the COVID list, too, and they still won this game.
0: Davis Mills probably had his best game as a pro. 21 for 27, 254, and two TDs. Uh, Rex Burkhead, 22 for 149 on the ground. Houston ran the football. Is Houston for real? Should we trust Houston? Um. I mean, not no. this late in the season, no. No, no, obviously. Uh, anything else to take away from this other than oh. um? Let's let's take a look here. Right, right. We'll now, get to the playoffs. We'll get to the playoffs. No, no, no,
1: no, no. I'm not talking about the playoffs. Um, would you consider, with the way Davis Mills has played the last two weeks, he's playing his way in no. to the second best quarterback in this draft. Who's uh, refresh, my
0: who else is in this draft?
1: Uh, Mac Jones is clearly the best quarterback in the draft. You have Justin Fields by Trey, Trey Lance, who hasn't really played, so you can't really grade him. Zach Wilson and Trevor Lawrence.
0: No, uh, it's with too his early
1: last to- two performances. I'm it's saying
0: you can't go on two games, it's too early to tell. It's too early to tell. I'm not saying it's gonna play out that
1: way for the course of their careers. Too I'm early saying this tell. season.
0: How can you say it's too early to tell this too season?
1: Early to tell. I you have two
0: quarterbacks who haven't gotten a lot of playing time and you have another one that hasn't a- about this season, Ed. Oh my gosh. Fine. Yes. Second best Thank quarterback. You. But I, I don't know. Trevor Lawrence is still there for me. Okay. That's all, like, like you weren't listening to what I was saying. Trevor Lawrence is the second best quarterback behind Mac Jones. And I'm not even told Mac Jones is the best quarterback.
1: You can't say he's not the best quarterback of this draft class for this season. He's a game manager. For this season. He's a game manager. Okay. Okay. So who's better than him this season?
0: I'd say Trevor Lawrence. I'd still take Trevor Lawrence over anybody else in that draft. Oh, my
1: God. You just don't. You're not understanding the question. Let's move on.
0: Tampa Bay went to Carolina, and it was a game of attrition for the Buccaneers as there were some injuries here. They win the contest 32-6. Carolina falls to 5-10. Tampa is 11-4. Comment on these injuries, Dan. Who is all out for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers?
1: Uh, So, so Chris Godwin's done for the season. Mike Evans did not play this week. That's rough. I believe Leonard Fournette is going to be out for an extended period of time. Gio Bernard's out for an extended period of time. Just on the offensive side of the ball. Um, They did get a B back, and they have Gronk. um, But... They're going to need Gronk. some of these other guys to step up. They just signed Le'Veon Bell.
0: Gronk was a non-factor. Antonio Brown, 10 catches, 101 through the air. He was the leading receiver for Tom Brady. 18 for 30, 232 and a score. Didn't really have to do too much in this game because it was out of reach. Uh, Keyshawn Vaughn and Ronald Jones the second, combined for 135 yards on the ground on 27 carries. Sam Darnold got the pine. 15 for 32, 190, sacked four tons. Cam Newton came in, 7 for 13, 61, and a pick. He did not have a rushing touchdown. He did add 42 yards on the ground. Guess what, Carolina? He was your leading rusher. Not sure you can win in 2021 if Cam Newton is your leading rusher, Dan.
1: Uh, I'm not sure you can either. Um, I, I don't think Cam Newton gets a shot in the league next year.
0: Uh, we shall see. This is a game I got right and you got wrong thanks to some last-second heroics by probably my second, third most hated team in football, Chicago 25, the Seahawks 24. Both teams now sit at 5 and 10. They are both out of the playoff picture. Jimmy Graham, a 15-yard pass to, or from Nick Foles, and the two-point conversion, oh, it's good. It's good, Dan. How do you feel about a coach being able to go for two with the game on the line and actually win it?
1: I mean, I guess he made a good play
0: call.
1: <laughs> point conversion.
0: Uh, Matt Nagy may have saved his job with that call.
1: Matt Nagy's good enough. Matt Nagy's
0: done. I I don't think so.
1: I don't, I don't know what your obsession is with with Matt Nagy.
0: I like the guy. He's getting screwed in Chicago. Nick Foles is
1: screwed in Chicago. He can't coach. He's, he's played, he's, he's had his worst quarterback inactive for most of the season up until this week. Nick Foles is the best quarterback on that roster.
0: I don't think that's his call. I think that's coming from higher. I think pushing Justin Fields down everybody's throat is coming from the brass. I don't think that's Matt Nagy's problem. Uh, Nick Foles, 24 for 35, 250 in a score. He was sacked four times. Another problem with Chicago, a porous offensive line, which could contribute to the fact of why Justin Fields has had a just terrible year. Uh, Russell Wilson, 16 for 27, 181, two scores. He was sacked twice. Rashard Perry, 17 for 135 on the ground with Rashard a... Penny, everybody, Rashad Penny. Penny, excuse me. With a touchdown, Gerald Evans, D.K. Metcalf, both caught TDs from Russ... <coughs> Kind of got to wonder if Russell Wilson is maybe...
1: Russell Wilson is not a top-ten quarterback in the league. Is he out in Seattle? I've been saying this for how many weeks? It's either him or Pete uh, Carroll, and I think Russell's gone.
0: Yeah, we'll see. I mean, USC did hire a coach, so I don't think Pete Carroll is going to go back to, to uh, the NCAA. Pete Carroll stays, Russell Wilson's gone. Well, we'll see. Uh, we both got this next game right. Denver went to the Raiders. And at least for Mr. Madden, he got to see the Raiders win one last time. They improved to 8-7 and seven, right in the thick of things. Denver, not out of the playoff picture. They are 7-8. and eight. This was a 17-13 contest. A lot of field goals in this one. But the Broncos could not get it done. Drew Locke is the quarterback in Denver. Drew Locke is awful. I don't think Drew Locke will be the quarterback in Denver very much longer. I mean, if Teddy Bridgewater comes back, then nope. We'll see. 15 for 22, 153. Nothing but two sacks. He added 10 yards on the ground. Congratulations, Denver. You rushed for, what's 22 minus four, Dan? 18 yards? Yeah. 18 yards on 16 carries. You did have a touchdown from Javante from Williams, though. Sixteen so carries. Williams
1: is another running is another running back that will be a top two round draft pick next year in
0: fantasy football. Sixteen carries, eighteen yards. Is this a case of the Raiders defense being that good, or Denver being that anemic? I mean, I do
1: believe that the Raiders defensive line and, and their their front eight are actually very good. Um, I I do believe that. So I think it's a little bit of of, of both. Okay. Um, I mean. Does anybody have faith that Drew Locke can hit a receiver downfield? Because I don't. So you can stack the box against that against that run game, and I feel like your receivers can pretty much keep it going the way that they're playing. I mean, I also think Drew Locke is their backup quarterback again next year. When you look at his contract, I feel like it's another case like Daniel Jones. He has a $1.3 million salary. They're not going to cut him. He's going to stay there. He's going to be a backup. It's going to cost them more to, uh, you're losing about 700, 700, 800 K. If they were to cut him to where you have a guy like Teddy Bridgewater, let's look up his contract really quick.
0: Well, while you're doing that, I'm going to give you Derek Carr's stats. He only threw four incompletions. However, one of them was to Denver 20 for 25, 201, a TD and a pick. He was sacked twice. Josh Jacobs, twenty-seven. Rushes one twenty nine. He also added negative five yards through the air. So there's that.
1: So Teddy's on a one year contract. So if they don't if they don't find if there's not a quarterback in the open market that they like, I think they bring back Teddy. I think you have the same quarterback duo in Denver this year and maybe they target one the following year.
0: Baker Mayfield's available. No, he's not. Yes, he is. Uh, Pittsburgh went to Kansas City, and we both reveled in this one, Danny Boy. Thirty-six to ten. Pittsburgh is still third in the North. They are seven, seven, and one. It, Kansas City is now eleven and four. I do believe they, yep, they are back where they belong, first overall in the AFC. This game was thirty to nothing on the other side of halftime. Uh, Patty Mahomes had, ha- had a pretty decent day. Uh, there, there's nothing really else to mention. Uh, 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 Pittsburgh looked the way Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh was exposed. Ben Roethlisberger, 23 for 35, 159, a TD and a pick. He was sacked twice. He looked terrible. Najee Harris, 19 for 93. He added 17 yards through the air. So he went for 110 all purpose. Uh We had a Mason Rudolph sighting. He was five for eight for 35 yards. Uh, Sorry, I think that was... Re- I do believe that is correct. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes, 23 for 30, 258, three scores. Pittsburgh did get to him twice, although those were mainly coverage sacks that they got him behind the line when he scrambled. Uh Kansas City combined to run the football pretty well and moved the football around through the air. Josh, ah, three I, targets, no catches.
1: Um... I think, Claw, I think C.H.E. is out, or C.E.H. I, I think I'm not 100% sure on that. I know he left that game. Well, really quickly, nine, while we're talking nine, about a North team.
0: Nine rushes for 27 yards and a touchdown, one catch for four yards.
1: Yeah, no, he, he left the game hurt. Right, yes. So, um, really quick, just because this is something that we – do you want to bring up the Baker Mayfield thing after we're done going through the games, or do you just want to yes. jump into it? Okay.
0: Let's move along. Let's talk about the – I mean, I think Dallas had something to prove, and I think they proved it, didn't they? Ed, this is a game you got wrong and I got wrong. Yes, we both missed this one, and uh, we should be ashamed of ourselves for missing this one. I don't think we should, man. We, We
1: were talking about it over the weekend about the strength of schedule. I mean, Washington looked awful, but you look at Dallas and who they've played and the combined record of the teams they've played. I do not believe this Dallas team is for real. I think they are a one-and-done team in the playoffs. They did
0: have the 31st ranked schedule to start the year. Um, and this game, honestly, wasn't as close as 56-14 has it to be because there was a fumble recovery in the end zone by Washington to make this 56-14 with 2.46 left. Um, at halftime, it was 42-7. to um, Cooper Rush had a touchdown pass. Dak Prescott threw for four. Uh, there was a pick six. There was a punt block in the end zone. There was a fumble recovery in the end zone. If you liked different ways to score, this game had all of it. And Washington players fighting each other on the sideline. Yeah, and they even flew out their own heated benches to Dallas in a dome. I I I don't understand if you're in a I, whatever. Um, but that happened. Uh, Tyler Henicky Didn't have a good game, Dan. We saw Kyle Allen get in. Henneke seven for 22, 121, a TD, two picks, four sacks. Washington didn't run the football well. They didn't catch the football well. Kyle Allen, eight for 10 for 67 and a score. That ain't right. That ain't right at all. Um, what is
1: Ron Rivera's obsession with Kyle Allen? They drafted him when he was in Carolina, and now he brought him to.
0: He did not throw for a touchdown, by the way. <laughs> and now um, he brought him to,
1: to watch.
0: I don't know, man. I, I don't get it. I don't understand. I don't
1: think that kid's good at all.
0: Dak Prescott. Boy, he's trying to earn that contract, didn't he? 28 for 39, 334 touchdowns. He was sacked three times. He added 21 yards on the ground. I, this was a very Cowboys football game, and the Cowboys dominated. Cooper Rush, two for three, 70 yards and a score. You can't have a team's backup quarterback outplay your starting quarterback. And Cooper Rush did that to Tyler Hennecke. Not really that much to say here, bud. Uh, No,
1: I don't have anything to add on this. This was an ass
0: whooping among ass whoopings.
1: That was a Sunday night game that you did not have to watch.
0: This was a state. I turned it off at halftime. Well,. I shouldn't say I turned it off. I was forced to turn it off because of not. Well, I was forced to turn it off. Let's leave it at that. How
1: was 90 Day Fiance? It
0: it was interesting. Miami 20, New Orleans three in the Monday night football game. This game was bad. Um, you got to feel for Ian Book. Tua looked decent. 19 for 26, 198 to TD, two picks. He was sacked twice. Jacoby Brissett, no passing attempts, but was sacked. Um. I mean, did, was there anything – like, this, this,
1: this ended up being a six-point swing in the line. New Orleans was originally favored by three. They, were, they, they closed it getting three points. Clearly, that wasn't enough. Um, and just not to mention, like, when, when, when your team's down and, and you can't even start Trevor Simeon, like, kind of have an idea. It's probably not going to be a great game for your team. Yeah, uh, I was rooting for New Orleans because I would have kept Baltimore in the seventh seed because the playoff pitchers wild. But I want to I, I want to talk about this, your your theory on Baker Mayfield before we go into the playoff pitcher here. Why are you so why are you so sure that the Browns are are you sure or are you just talking as a fan when you say that the Browns are going to move on from Baker Mayfield this year?
0: I'm not sure. sure. Is that what you want? No, I I like I like Baker Mayfield. I do. I I I I think he's a great. He's the right quarterback for the right team. He's like Jarvis Landry. He may not be the the flash that uh, <laughs> yeah, Lamar Jackson fans
1: disrespect Jar- Jarvis Landry way too much.
0: To be fair, he is ranked 57th overall among wide receivers. No other. <sighs> He's a, no a game-changer, though, in my opinion. Yeah, he's, yeah uh, well, he's the right quarterback in the right place. Or the wrong quarterback in the right place, maybe. I don't know. It, I don't know. I mean... Do you want to know why
1: the Browns will not move on from breaking Mayfield? They At picked up his fifth-year option.
0: Well, they're obviously not scared of changing quarterbacks. They've had 13 in the last... Since
1: 2013. There is 18,858 thousand reasons by baker mayfield will not move on from the browns and he will be your starting quarterback next year
0: they picked up his fifth year option yes i do believe that maybe that is the last year baker mayfield wears number six in cleveland
1: now that may be a different story i'm not gonna argue that but ain't no no teams trading for baker mayfield with an 18 million dollar contract on a one-year deal for Look, anything that Cleveland would want to get back.
0: Honestly, order. the Browns control, mostly control their own destiny. And I think if the games go the way we both think they're going to go, the Browns are going to win the North. It'll come down to that final game of the year where Cleveland is, I believe, takes on Cincinnati in Cincinnati or, or in Cleveland.
1: I think the games are going
0: to go. I mean, you both, you, we both picked Kansas city to beat Cincinnati. Right. Right. I mean, the Rams have to beat Baltimore. Correct. Simple as that. Or Baltimore <laughs> loses to Pittsburgh. But even then, I think that way Pittsburgh may win the North. I don't know. It's, it's real confusing with the tiebreakers there. But I firmly believe that this isn't over. And if Mayfield goes out in the next two weeks and balls out, as long as he doesn't throw four interceptions, because they – let's be clear here. If there was a flag on that last Browns possession – Cleveland wins that football game. It's very well possible. No, they do. They're inside a field goal range. Now, granted, Cleveland's field goal kicking has been less than suspect, but. You had a rookie
1: kicker. You had a rookie kicker that they picked up off the street with a great last name. You loved it.
0: If they if they kick that field goal and they win that football game. The discourse that Baker Mayfield has received is away. The Browns are in second. They're in a wild card. And they're in the driver's seat and control their own destiny for the for the division. We've come a long way since one in thirty-one. Let's not forget. And it's been because of Baker Mayfield. Granted, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, Jadavian Clowney, and and you know the Defensive Player of the Year, Miles Garrett have have helped. And maybe the reasons? Who knows? Maybe Kevin Stefanski, despite his terrible play calling. And despite the fact he fails to realize we have arguably the best running back in football or the best running back tandem in football, which are now healthy this week. He needs to hand the football off, but. But we shall see. Let's talk about the playoff picture, Dan. You ready for this? Because as it stands, these are the playoff pictures. If the playoffs were to start today, you ready for this? Not really. Green Bay in Kansas City. As expected at the beginning of the year, they get the buys. They are into the divisional round. The Dallas Cowboys would host the Philadelphia Eagles and the Los Angeles Rams would host the San Francisco 49ers. I think both of those games. Well, you know what? I don't know. I think the Cowboys beat the Eagles. And that's a scenario. What do you think?
1: I think the Eagles upset the Cowboys.
0: And then the Buccaneers will host the Arizona Cardinals in what could have been the NFC championship game. We're going to get that week one. That's going to be a contest. I like Arizona. And you never bet against Tom Brady, but I like Arizona in that one. In the AFC, the Chiefs, are going to the divisional round, although that is far from set in stone. The Tennessee Titans will host the Miami Dolphins. And that is a potential upset game. The Cincinnati Bengals will host the New England Patriots. And that is a potential upset game. The Buffalo Bills will host the Indianapolis Colts. And Dan, what is that? You're (laughs) correct. That is a potential upset game. (laughs) I don't trust any team in the AFC. Any. There's, There's two teams that I trust that I could count on wins. And that's the Green Bay Packers and the Los Angeles Rams. And that's it. Those are the only two football teams I trust right now. The
1: NFC, let's let's talk about the NFC teams that have locked up a playoff
0: spot. And those were the first five seeds that I've mentioned. The Packers, the Cowboys, the Rams, the Buccaneers, and the Cardinals. They are all no. locked in, locked up. They are going. Three divisions have been decided. We know that Cardinals and the Rams are in. It's just a matter of who will win that division. Los Angeles and with the way it, looks, has, it looks
1: like it's going to be it looks like it's going to be the, the Rams.
0: Los Angeles does own the tiebreaker and they are a game ahead. So Arizona's got to win out and the LA loses out. So we can count the first probably five seeds locked in in the NFC. Now let's talk about the wild card? No, let's let's talk about
1: I know this is going to be a long list for you to read off. The AFC teams that have locked up a playoff division. Kansas City. <clears throat> did, did you need to take a breath?
0: I did. Uh, it was very taxing on the lungs. Um, as it stands, 10 and 5, 9 and 6, 9 and 6, 9 and 6, 9 and 6, 8 and 7 are the Miami Dolphins. there in the final wild card. Teams on the bubble. Los Angeles Chargers, 8 and 6. Las Vegas Raiders, or, or 8 and 7. Los Angeles Raiders, 8-7. Las Vegas Raiders, 8-7. I had it right the first time.
1: Why didn't you read the 8th seed off
0: first? Baltimore Ravens, 8-7, because they are technically the 10th seed. They are the 8th seed. The Pittsburgh Steelers, 7-7-1. Seven, seven and one. The Cleveland Browns, 7-8. The Denver Broncos, 7-8. Th- <laughs> the Denver
1: there Broncos are-, are done. Just to, I mean, not <laughs>
0: technically, there, but... There are, there are 13 teams alive in the AFC. Out of 16, there are 13 teams alive in the AFC. The only teams that are not are the 2-13 and 13 Jacksonville Jaguars. Congratulations. The number one overall pick is probably yours. The 4-11 Houston Texans and the 4-11 New York Jets. So now, there you go.
1: I'm calling Denver done because they would need so much to happen. Agreed. Agreed.
0: Yeah, Denver, Denver, Denver's alive mathematically.
1: Right. That's
0: about it. Um, I'm calling the Steelers done. Too close to call, man. I think think the Browns have a better shot at making the playoffs than the Steelers. Oh, absolutely. And the Steelers are a higher seed, technically. Well, I'll tell you what. The winner of this game on Monday night. It's a good Monday night game, man. (laughs) Pittsburgh hosts Cleveland. The winner of that game on Monday night. We'll probably lose. We'll probably finish second in the division and not be a playoff team. The North went from having potentially four teams make the the playoffs playoffs to none or one. Um, The Browns' their only hope is to win the division. The Steelers' only hope is to win the division. The Ravens' only hope is to win the division. Uh, The Raiders are up there. The Chargers are up there. I would say the Dolphins, the Patriots, and well, the Dolphins aren't locked in. I'd say the Patriots and the Colts are close. Dan has stepped away, so I'm going to give you the picks. Counting down this week, Dan and I have picked several games co- together. Now, mind you, let me give you an update on the stats before we get that far. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are betting people, I strongly recommend you take my advice. I am converting at a 66.23% rate this year. I am 151 and 77, including multiple. Let's see how many. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10 times. I have picked double digit winners and that's excluding week one where I was a perfect three and oh on my picks. Dan is currently 137 and 89. He is 14 games back behind me. In fact, depending on how two games go this week, I could have it locked up, and Dan could be floundering behind me. I've already lost the weekly ones we made at the beginning of the year. I'm not catching him, but Dan's probably not going to catch me. Let's start this week with the Thursday night football game. Welcome back, Daniel. The Giants go to Chicago. Why did you pick the Bears?
1: Nick Foles, and the Giants are awful.
0: So are the Bears. They have Mike
1: Lennon and Jake Fromm, and they're playing at home.
0: Yeah, they're... Yeah, I, I I don't care. Uh, New England hosts Jacksonville. Slam dunk, New England. Do we need to explain this one? Nah, I think it's a get right game. Tampa Bay goes to the Jets. We both picked the Bucks. Do we need to explain? <coughs> I, I don't. It's the Jets. Atlanta goes to Buffalo. We both picked Buffalo. I'm surprised you're not picking Atlanta here. I thought about it, but the fact that it's in Buffalo, it's in January. Yeah, they're they're. The, no.
1: If this uh, game's in Atlanta, do you pick Atlanta?
0: I think about it. I probably still pick Buffalo because you know Josh Allen. But eh. Kansas City goes to Cincinnati. I've been him-hawing this one all week, but I'm gonna stay Can- with. I
1: mean, Cincinnati's at home,
0: man. I'm gonna stay with. Kansas City's the Chiefs. due for a loss. I'm gonna stay with the Chiefs, mainly because it, I need I need the Chiefs to win for the Browns to be in. <clears throat> to control their own destiny in the final week of the year. Miami goes to Tennessee. We both picked Tennessee. Oh, Dan just changed it to Miami. Why?
1: No Carson uh, No. Um, no, I, I changed it to Miami just simply because he, uh, Miami's playing really good. I, I need Tennessee to lose. Why? I mean, I need Tennessee to win. To, so Miami doesn't pick up another game on the Ravens. But I just I don't know. I think Miami's playing too good, and I think Tennessee just it, they're they're floundering to stay alive. The San Eagles Francisco blew that game last week.
0: That is true. Uh, where are we game. at? The Raiders go to Indianapolis. I picked Indy. You picked the Raiders. I also picked Miami because I need to make up games. You picked the Raiders instead of Indianapolis. I did. Why? Um,
1: I think Derek Carr is going to give it everything he has. Um, And I'll give you the other reason as soon as we say these are locked in. <laughs> They're locked in. All right. And Carson Wentz is out for Indianapolis.
0: I'm giving you this game. Philadelphia goes to Washington. We both picked the Eagles. Kind of shocked there. Is it because of the way Henneke played last week? Uh, it's just... Uh... I'm going to be like you may look at me like I'm I'm crazy when I say this.
1: I think Ron Rivera might be out in Washington with the way that this team has just played this year.
0: Hmm, interesting. Let's move along where we at Carolina. Were each other on the sidelines. Uh, Carolina goes to New Orleans in what could potentially be the stinker game of the week. There is no quarterback in this game. No quarterback. Both these teams just need to run the Wildcat the entire game.
1: I mean, Sam Darnold's a quarterback, kind of, but just not a good one.
0: No, there's no quarterback in this contest. I want to (coughs) see 75 plays of Wildcat every play. Fourth down, Wildcat. Kickoff return, Wildcat. I don't care. Just let it go. Uh, The Chargers host the Broncos. We both picked the Chargers. They got to get right to stay alive. I would say that's so. That loss
1: against Houston,
0: that's a wake-up call. San Francisco takes on the aforementioned Houston. We both picked the Niners. Ooh. You, so what you're saying is Houston's not for real? No. That, okay. Just,
1: I just, just I think the Niners are
0: also. I just wanted to amazing. clarify that. I just wanted to clarify that. Uh, the Rams go to Baltimore. I know why you picked Baltimore, because you're yeah. a homer. What if Lamar Jackson doesn't play hopefully Tyler huntley does what if Tyler Actually, huntley doesn't i'm not play? even I'm, I'm not even that
1: worried if about the quarterback the way i saw josh jones josh Jackson? johnson Josh johnson. johnson play he didn't play bad against Cincinnati i mean the, the the real concern is is can the defense keep cooper cup under two hundred yards nobody can keep the, no 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 i mean because it, 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 and it, and, it's,
0: and, it's, and if they do sony Michel's going to run for 150. We'll see, but that's going to happen. I'm,
1: I will happily lose that game with Sonny Michelle running for 150.
0: The Seattle Seahawks host the Detroit Lions in another game that's potentially the stinker game of the week.
1: If I knew Jared Goff was playing, I'd take Detroit. I'm not even lying.
0: Russell Wilson has to win this football game.
1: If I knew Jared Goff was playing, I'd take Detroit.
0: Arizona. Is traveling to Dallas for all the reasons that you mentioned. That Arizona should rest Kyler Murray, and the fact that Dallas is coming off a 56 point drubbing. D- d- I think Dallas still has something to prove here. They are chasing I think it's down. down
1: game.
0: They are chasing down Green Bay. Arizona will fall to Dallas. Book it. Minnesota goes to Green <clears throat> Bay. Does Aaron Rodgers play in this one?
1: Not after Dallas loses at 4:30.
0: I was going to say, because I feel like this is Aaron Rodgers needs to let that toe wheel. Uh, No,
1: you know what? Aaron Rodgers probably plays this week, and we get Jordan Love next week. Unless Dallas wins. Yeah, which hopefully doesn't happen. I know you picked them, but I know you don't want to see them win.
0: Honestly, I'm 6-1, really. I want to see Aaron Rodgers play a full season, because they're going to get that bye one way or the other, you know? And...
1: I know you hate Dallas as much as I
0: do. Oh, I do. I can't stand the Cowboys. Let's talk about the Monday Night Football game as we are coming up on an hour. Cleveland goes to Pittsburgh. You picked Pittsburgh. Oh, you just changed it to Cleveland. I I back. Why? I just,
1: I think that Big Ben has mentally checked out. Fair enough. Um,
0: As much as I'd rather see Pittsburgh than that game. I'm going to paint a picture for you, okay? Fourth quarter. Cleveland's up by fifteen. Okay. We'll say it's twenty-two to seven. Okay. How much time's left? Uh, Uh irrelevant. Four minutes. Not irrelevant. Oh, okay Mason Rudolph drops back to pass. Miles Garrett Saxon. Or Miles Garrett has him in the clutches. For that two seconds before the whistle blows. What are you thinking? Are you hoping? Are you hoping that the NFL Has their mics turned on.
1: I'm hoping that Mason Rudolph kicks Miles Garrett in the nuts. Why? He can dent his balls like Mason, like Miles Garrett dented his (laughs) head.
0: Why are you rooting for, for Mason Rudolph? He's a terrible human being. Oh no,
1: he absolutely is. I just. I don't know. I it's mean, Miles- being
0: a Browns fan, being a Browns fan aside, there is no doubt in my mind that he said something. derogatory. Oh, he 100 percent did.
1: 100
0: percent. I, I mean, believe he did. we're talking about the same Miles Garrett that was in traffic with his window down. Someone came up and punched him in the face in a traffic jam. And Garrett did nothing. And you're telling me that he just randomly tried to rip a quarterback's helmet off after trying to get his ripped off and swung it at a guy? I mean, I know it was two years ago, but um, yeah. Huh. Interesting. Anyway, that's going to wrap it up. Let's go over the top 10 picks. We got in the two draft. weeks left in the draft.
1: It's, okay. it's changed a little bit since we last did it. Uh, Jacksonville week. now has the number, the number one pick. Then and Detroit. you can lock that in. Um, <clears throat> yeah, pretty much. You probably can. They may steal a game from Indy because I feel like they steal a game from Indy every year. And This one's in the last week of the season. Then Detroit. Then you have uh, Houston. Then the Jets. Then the Giants. Then the Jets with the pick from Seattle. Then Carolina. Then the Giants with the pick from Chicago. So the Giants and the Jets both have two Number one picks Washington is sitting ninth and Atlanta is sitting 10th. Somehow a playoff contending team is sitting 10th with the 10th overall pick right now.
0: Well, that's how the cookie crumbles, buddy. But we shall see how this goes. Dan, do you have anything else you want to add for this? We still have a huge show we're going to do. You want to say Friday? You want to record on Friday? I think we should record it on Friday. And that is our wrestling Year in review. We're gonna talk about all the info that has been 2021 inside the squared circle. Dan's gonna do a lot of research. I'm gonna go to work. I'm excited. Bring back the caps locks and chair shots podcast for just one night. We're gonna try it again with better audio. Danny boy. Been a good show. We got can i even left.
1: Did you figure out to see if I could even catch you if I get all the games right that you uh that we switched off? One, two
0: <laughs> Dan, you can't catch me. Eight, I'm 14 games ahead. Five.
1: Six? I can mathematically, I can pick six. Yeah, so and next ma- week and, so, and and
0: mathematically there's a six and nineteen still available for the playoffs, too.
1: So next week I feel like we need to uh I feel like you need to make Whoa. your picks first.
0: Who's we Mosabi? Huh? You're the one that's behind in this. You got to cater to me, motherfucker. Uh, I got no, people. no, no.
1: You have to make your picks first so you just can't match me and, and lock it up. That's
0: the way <laughs> we're going to do this. We shall see, my friend. Anyway, that's going to bring an end to this edition of the Players to be Named Later podcast. We, As always, we'd like to thank you all for listening. And just remember, if your team's not doing so hot, it can always be the Players to be Named Later Who can, boom, make it better. Rest easy, John.